This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 19th of December. Well, it's tough times at Goldman Sachs, mm. Jazzy Boy. The Global Investment Bank is considering shrinking the bonus pool for its more than 3,000 investment wow. bankers by at least 40% this year. <laughs> Must be rough for those bankers with an average salary of over $400,000 last year. Must be rough. Brett, Mexican fast food chain Zambrero, which has never raised a dollar from external investors before, mm-hmm. is expected to raise $250 million in fresh capital. Wow. And this baby will value the burrito brand more than 700 million bucks. Three tasty stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. The corporate regulator has sued a company owned by comparison site Finder, which offered a crypto product in its app. Oh, interesting stuff. Anything crypto related at the moment is serious pain. So tell me more. Okay, so last month, Finder announced it was shutting down its crypto product. And this crypto product named Finder Earn let customers invest in a stable coin for a fixed return turn of just over 4% per annum. But now, ASIC has sued Finder Wallet, a registered crypto exchange and subsidiary of Finder. Now, Brett, ASIC reckons Finder provided unlicensed financial advice, they breached product disclosure requirements, and they failed to comply with the design and distribution obligations. It's a lot of words. <laughs> Interestingly, when Finder Wallet launched last year, Finder told the market its earned product was not a banking product, not a savings account. It was, in fact, a stable deposit-like return for pledging fiat into crypto. This all sounds very technical. (laughs) But Brett, ASIC reckons the product was more accurately a debenture and therefore a financial product, which most certainly requires a financial (laughs) services license. So what's the key learning here? A debenture is a type of bond or debt that is unsecured. Meaning you don't have to put anything up like a house or a car when taking one out. But Brett, since debentures have none of this collateral, they rely on the creditworthiness and reputation of the company that issues it. For example, companies and governments, they regularly issue debentures to raise capital and funds. So ASIC thinks Finder Earn was actually more like a debenture. That's because customers deposited money with Finder Wallet Mm -hmm. on the understanding that their money would ultimately be repaid. And their money would be repaid with a return for allowing Finder Wallet to use their capital. And given they don't have a license for this service, Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see the impact this has on all deposit-like crypto Mm. products. For our second story, the Bank of England and European Central Bank increased interest rates last week by less than the world was expecting. This could be the start of some good inflation news. Lovely news, in Mm -hmm. fact, Jazzy Boy, I suppose. What's the story here? Okay, in Australia and around the world, we know that central banks have been hiking interest rates like they've been going out (laughs) of fashion. The main goal here? Combat that pesky, pesky rising inflation, Mm -hmm. which is causing some major cost of living pain. And Brett, last week, three big central banks made very similar moves. First, the Federal reserves in the US mm-hmm. slowed its rate rises down from 0.75% to 0.5%. And then the Bank of England and European Central Bank followed suit the next day. But Jazzy Boy, this still means that the cash rates are at their highest level since 2008. But with inflation supposedly on the way down in the UK, in Europe, and in the US, the investment world is hoping that this is the last rate rise for a little while. Interesting. What's the key learning here? Welcome to the Goldilocks economy. Imagine that central banks are Goldilocks. Just like Goldilocks, once to find a bed, a chair, or a bowl of porridge that is just right, central banks want to find the right balance of inflation and economic growth. Justin, we know that central banks are desperately trying to avoid sending their economies into recession. If inflation's too high, as it has been, it's kind of like the bed that's too hard for Goldilocks. (laughs) Uncomfortable and unpleasant. On the other hand, if inflation is too low, it can be like a bed that is too soft, not providing enough support. And while economists and central bankers believe inflation in the US, the UK, and Europe may have peaked, 
it's hard to know whether they've hit the sweet spot or just right. Mm. For our third and final story, for the first time in over 10 years, the mobile games market shrunk in size this year. R.I.P. Candy Crush, what is happening here? So we all know that games on mobile phones have been popular basically since mobile phones first came out. Who can forget the goat of games, the initial game that got me into gaming, Snake on Nokia phones. <laughs> Top score, 2,000 points for <laughs> not me. Bad. Not bad. But Brett, there wasn't much progress or innovation in the space until the birth of the App Store and the iPhone. And then when COVID came around, we really started to indulge because the alternative was twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> and now, Brett, the mobile gaming market is worth more than 100 billion US dollars. But the good news ended this year, my friend, because lockdowns disappeared and demand for games slowed down. And with inflation whacking our wallets, there was less <laughs> dough to spend on things like mobile games. So the mobile gaming market's overall revenue is forecast to drop 6% next year to just $92 billion. Quite the turnaround from last year's 7% growth and a whopping 26% two years ago. Mm, what's the key learning here? When a dominant part of the gaming industry stumbles, the entire industry feels the impact. Get this one. Mobile games make up about half of the entire gaming industry's revenue. And it's grown to become a larger part of the gaming industry since consoles and PC revenue have dropped in recent years. But as mobile games decline, the overall gaming industry is expected to shrink over 4% next year. Now, Brett, some people reckon 2022 is just a one-off. You know, coming out of lockdown, discovering the world again for a hot minute. <laughs> At least video game makers will be hoping that <laughs> is the case. Fluxam, this week is our last week of the pod for the year. Last episode will be on Thursday. As mentioned on Friday, we've got big plans and surprises in store for next year and we can't wait to share them with you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. 